Hey, and hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am Rip Stone. You are listening to You Be Known. I am along here with Wifey. Say hi, Wifey. Hello. Um, it took a whole shit ton of liquid courage for me to drink all day to pretty much post this because I am absolutely 100% not comfortable posting this. I am not at all going to lie to you. But uh, I'm going to. Because wifey wants me to, and, and you expect your what? You expect your people that come on to do the same. You know, you tell their story, and so why not you tell your story? You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not real comfortable posting this what whatsoever. But uh, yeah. Without further ado, and welcome to you be known to an odd situation here i kind of felt like this was the podcast for everyone else which it is it's i want people to be known what you've gone through what you've done your hardships your everything but me being the selfish ass that i am I never realized that I never said anything that I've gone through other than me finding my birth parents and all that, which is, you know, it's a big deal, but it's not that big of a damn deal. So I'm here with Strawberry Shortcake, Wifey, and we're going to talk a little bit about what I've gone through because I guess that makes... I don't want to be that asshole. You always say, "What? What? What's the T-shirt we need?" Strawberry don't be an asshole. Yeah, wifey says. Strawberry shortcake says, "Don't be an asshole." Mm-hmm. So wifey's here with me today, and we're gonna. Okay, so I was in radio. I did. I used to be a radio guy. I was a radio guy, and I was a sports radio guy. But not only did I do radio, I used to DJ as well. I started DJing at 16. And I really liked it. I like music. I love music. That's, that's, that's a big deal for me. Uh, I hear music different than your average human. So, I hear music as beats. And tones, okay. Mm. You 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 know what I'm talking about. I know. And so, DJing to me came very natural, very natural. And so, I started doing that at 16, doing, you know, dances and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I actually went on a couple of those with you, but that was after. That was after. That was after. And so. When I started doing that, I started getting better and better. Got me a couple good turntables. Um, they were good. Got me a couple good, you know, speakers that would work. And um, I met a guy. I will not. I'm not going to say his name because he's rich and famous now. And he decided that I was good enough to send off i could go different places 
like if um, not a high school dance, but like let's say um, there was a bar in Denton, Texas that needed that a band was going to open up for. Like let's say any band, let's say like Bowling for Soup. Okay. So, Bowling for Soup was going to open up. We love hashtag. Yeah, Bowling hashtag Bowling for Soup. We love you. <laughs> um, let's say they were going to open up and they were going to go on stage at 10, but they needed a house DJ. They would call me. And I was 18 at the time, and it was nice. I would make quick, easy money. Okay. And uh, that was fun. You know, I got to meet a lot of cool bands. Got to meet a lot of cool bands. And I would do that for extra side money while working on a farm. You know? Yes. So that's... I very much know that, yes. Yes, yes. Very much. Working on a farm. So, while doing this, I met another DJ. Because DJs meet DJs. That's the thing. Uh, you meet you're 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 at a club. Hey, that DJ's pretty cool. Let's go talk to him. You know, I met a guy, and he was a strip club DJ. Okay, eighteen. Alexis on the main stage. Alexis on the that? main stage. <laughs> Alexis on the main stage. Um, so he actually got me into going and doing. Private work for strip, different strip clubs in Dallas. Okay. And um, any questions arising yet? No. Sweetheart? Okay. So. I've heard this. Though. Yeah, I know you've heard this. So all this is leading to money and money, which I like. I like money. <coughs> um, I was single at the time. All that. Uh, the strip club thing was fun. The strip club thing led me into a weird situation because I didn't really know about drugs, sex, or rock and roll. Okay. So. Read the dirt. <laughs> no shit. Um, but, uh, yeah. No kidding. Because, yeah, where I worked. So, I was DJing at a club one night. Guy kept approaching me. He's like, hey man, listen, are you cool? Yeah, I'm cool. He's like, okay, look, I'm gonna set this right here. It was just a, a box. Just a box. No big deal. And he said, somebody's gonna come get it in a minute. I said, okay, cool. Whatever, I don't give a shit. I'm just trying yeah. music was my thing, so you know. And somebody came and got it later. Aeroplane? Yeah. If yeah. anybody gets that, you're a rock star. Woo -woo. Yeah, no shit. And, uh, right? That was Music is my airplane, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, long story short, somebody came and got it. It was drugs in the box. No big deal. But I made $2,000 on that. So, that's cool. Was it your dick, so? Huh? Was it your dick in a box? So? No, it was not a <laughs> dick in a box. It was not. It was drugs in a box. <laughs> which would be even not a funnier song. It no, wouldn't be a funnier no, song. it's only great yeah. the way it is, yeah. Yeah. So, it came out later that uh, I was cool with doing that. Yeah. So, strip clubs would hire me pretty much damn near every night. Uh -huh. Because I was cool with 
that. That was cool for them. And it was cool for me because first off, I didn't know. For the longest time, I didn't know. Uh, I was at a club in Fort Worth. I will not say the club's name. Um, it was in Fort Worth. I will say that. Cops come in. Cops say, everybody get down. Everybody stop. Guys in suits come in. And they say, hey, you would unplug, unplug it. That's why I unplug music. I'm like, what? Little did I know there were two boxes sitting up there. And they thought it was mine. It was not mine. Turns out it was not mine. No big deal. Scared shit out of me. So, stop doing that. Even though I met a lot of women. That was nice. That was a good part. But, so that's a weird story, right? Right. But, so the guy I met who wanted me to keep DJing said, hey, we can send you off further. And I was like, well, I'm not doing a strip club thing anymore. There's too much drugs going on in there and stuff. It just isn't, isn't happening. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We're going to do private parties. We're going to do different situations. We're going to do raves. We're going to do all that kind of thing. And I said, I'm 19 at this time. I said, money's right, I'm there. Right? So he said, okay, cool. If money's right, you're there. Good. So first job was in Houston. So I did that. I was there for a couple of days. And that was fun. Come back, milk cows. No biggie. Calls me again. Hey, got another job. Houston. Okay, cool. Need you in Houston tonight. Well, what time tonight? Because it's already like four or five in the afternoon. He's like, need you there by 10. From where I lived in Texas to Houston was almost six hours. Yeah. If I leave now, I'm still going to be late. He's like, get there as soon as you can. So little did I know this was going to be an ongoing thing. I didn't know... I didn't know that, like, I like to be early. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I know. My, my dad always said, if if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're late. Mm-hmm. So I was already late. Even if I left at that moment that he called me, I'd have been late. So irritated me. Even, I got there and I was late, obviously. And they're pissed I was late, even though he called me late. Mm-hmm. It irritated me. Uh, did job, it's a great job. So, phone going off. My hey, apologies. Going up, baby. Uh, so I don't know. I I felt used, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty early age, but I still the money was so good. But even though I was well, late, it was a draw. If you know, I remember working this, working that. You know, I was like, we'll, we'll get to my shit. But I get it. You like that money. You're young. You like that have your own money. You like to be able to show your parents that you have your own money. Yeah, that's our generational thing is to show our parents. We can make it. We can do this. You know, and I yeah. know that. 
So if the money's good enough, you're gonna do it. I get it. So the company that I worked for, they were cool because I still did sports radio mm -hmm. too mm -hmm. at the same time. Because I understand the um, other thing you were working for. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I worked for a radio station too. So I was doing private. What they called it was private sanctioned DJ. Yeah. And then I worked for public radio. Right. Couldn't use the same name. You know, mm. you had a different, you had two different names, which is fine. So I began a reputation of be there early. You have to be there early. And the people I worked for loved that. Now, I'm both radio station and DJ people mm -hmm. loved that. They were just kind of obsessed with it. Like, mm -hmm. hey, uh, you need to be here at 2 o'clock. You're there at 1.30. I'm there at 1.30. Because I that know was, you. And yeah. you get very anxious if you think you're going to be late. <laughs> exactly. And, and Which that's, is insane that he's married to me. Because I'm that person that's like, eh, five minutes within. You know, two minutes when I'm there at school. I'm there on top. Well, <laughs> the radio station and the people that own the radio station never took advantage of that. They never they never did that. They they never, and, and in fact, they've never, to this point, have never taken advantage of me, ever. Um, didn't know of. But in saying that, people I DJed for did so fast forward to a few months later and i'm good at this i'm 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 good at djing uh i'm in san antonio i hadn't slept in close to 24 hours and they call me and they're like hey but by the way, the hotel rooms were paid for. So it's not like no. I have much to bitch about. I don't no. have much to bitch no, about. You don't have to take so, a moment to do this. It's cool. So they call me at my hotel and they're like, hey, where you at? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> and Sam telling you, you fucking called me. Why, why are we going over this? And they're like, okay, great. I need you in Lubbock. I, I need you there by the night. So at that time, if you want to Google it, it's almost six and a half hours, almost seven hours from San Antonio to Lubbock. They called me at like noon. And I'm like, all right. You, you're getting to a point now where I, it just isn't feasible. You know, I've already done everything I can do for you. I've been awake for uh, damn near 24 hours. And you need me here? But what I do, I just said, all right, okay. you're good. Yeah. Okay. So I jump in the truck and I take off. And somewhere in that broken white line, and I remember this because it was, it was, it was a February, and I remember this February because it was right after one of my best friend's birthdays. Who we'll call Ogre. Yeah. I already thought about this. We're going to call him Ogre in this. He you know, called like the me. Thing? Yeah. yeah, it's Ogre. Mm -hmm. 
So I called him on his birthday from San Antonio. So it's like the day after. And because I know he comes in the play later. Yeah. And so uh somewhere at that point in time on that broken road, I got to a point where I just couldn't I don't know if it was function or if it was fear or if it was just flat out I'm just so tired. But I just couldn't do it. I just fucking I couldn't I couldn't wake up. So uh I parked my truck on the side of the road, slept for like 35, 40 minutes. I had a timer. And you're looking at early 2000s. So it's not like like you set your cell phone. It's not like (laughs) I set my iPhone, you know. So I had a timer. I always had timers with me because I like to do that with setting up stuff. I like to time how much I set up, which I'm I'm very anal about my equipment. So I time my equipment. Um, So got 30 minutes sleep. Boom. In love it. Um. While I was in Lubbock, I don't know, it just, it, I felt, it really felt almost blank, I guess, is the word to, to, to go with, blank. Um, the music was still good, the music, and, and it's not like that was, that was the only, was the only thing that was right, I guess, you know, are you in this? You're in this, yes, right? And keep talking. The music Just was the only talk. thing. Just the only talk. thing that was correct. So, I was cool with that. But then I went back to my hotel. They didn't have me booked, even though the company I worked for said that you're. I was booked at this hotel. I didn't have a booking. So, <coughs> I called the company. It's like. Four in the morning, then nobody answered, obviously, because it's four in the effing morning. Um, so, you have to sleep in your yeah, so I slept in my pickup. Uh, I had been drinking, and I was only like 19. Uh, so, a cop picked me up. He said, What are you doing? I said, I'm Supposed to be booked in his hotel. I DJed this club last night, blah, blah, blah. He's like, were you drinking? I was like, yeah, I'm 19. I know it's wrong, but I mean, honestly, I'm not driving. He's like, you know, it's cool. Um, just make sure you don't drive again. You know, he was cool about it, mm-hmm. right? But it also irritated me too because you would have been in that situation if they had taken care of like Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I just didn't feel like I was taken care of, even though the police officer, and, and like I said, and we're going to have people on the podcast that uh, don't like police or love police or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This That officer was actually really cool about it. He was actually super cool about it. He knew what was going on. He was a younger guy. Um, and he was like, dude, just don't, just, just don't leave. I was like, I'm not going to leave. I was like, I was like, hey, what time is it now? And he's like, it's 7.30. I was like, give me a minute and I'll call. And he's like, just just call. Go, go figure something out. I was like, okay. Just don't leave, you know? Because I was in the parking lot of the damn hotel. But I felt... 
they almost like in life. So when you're in Texas or Oklahoma, or if you're in the um, tornado alley, yeah, and you see those wall clouds coming over, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I do. So that's that's kind of how I felt like that wall cloud started building and just back building. And that's kind of like, I can feel it in my body that that's how it felt. And I was like, damn, this guy, I got to figure shit out because this is not, I'm, I'm, I'm in a place. You felt uh, like you were doing something light, but at the same time, it didn't feel cohesive. I felt like I was, I you know what I felt like? I felt like I was doing something I love, but this is how it was supposed to be. Yeah. But it couldn't be like this, right? Right. So you sit there and watch. Thought. Back in the day, do you remember watching, um, wasn't MTV, it was the VH1? Remember the behind the music stuff? Yeah, yeah. And you always hear those rock stars be like, blah, blah, blah. I I just felt like I was in a dark place, yeah. but I couldn't. But And then wait. so many people who don't understand that were like, well, they were so rich and famous and this and that, you know, and had this kind of stuff. But, like, when you were just going and going and going. What those rock stars don't talk about is before they get to that dark place. Because they knew where they was. I knew where I was. I knew I was getting into that dark place, so I tried to get myself out of it. Yeah. I knew I was getting into a spot where I couldn't it get didn't out feel of it. healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that. So I went back home and I milked cows or worked on the farm or, you know. Yeah. And so I got a girlfriend and she was cool. And, uh, huh? Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Okay. So, uh-huh. uh-huh. So I got a girlfriend, and she lived in... It's not too far. Yeah, it wasn't too 10 far. minutes away. Yeah. Uh, it was about 20 minutes away. Yeah. So she was cool. The problem with her was, and I'm 21 at this time. So I'd gone two years in that spot where the the storm cloud was kind of just coming over. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't completely over me or anything like that. I was still happy and still just, you know, me. I was still me. Um, She was not good for me. And she wasn't good for me because of alcohol. She liked to drink. And... She drank because of all her issues with her mom and dad, and that's fine. But the problem with me was is I didn't have any issues with mom or dad or my job either. I didn't have any issues. But I drank because I thought that it would bring me closer to her. Because I wanted to feel... I wanted a girlfriend. You wanted a connection. Yeah, I wanted a connection. I wanted a girlfriend. You know, I wanted a girl. You know, what? Not just a... Not a, not just a fuck for now. Which, those were just... Those, I mean, those were rampant. 
I never thought about that when I thought about your ex-girlfriends, and I know who you're talking about, and I know you, we've talked about all this. Yeah. You never told me that. That's that's interesting. Well, I mean, I wanted a I wanted a girlfriend. I've seen good relationships, you know, contrary to popular belief. No. <laughs> you know, I've Your seen the... parents were the greatest, amazing relationship, yeah. yes. And so I've seen the best relationships you could think of, and, and I wanted that. And you know how to treat a girl. Yeah. And you've always known how to treat a girl. But the problem but is... About yeah. But the problem and is, you're too... you to find a girl that you treat that way, right? I never found one until I met you. But you were trying to find a girl. I was trying to find a girl that I wanted to take care of. Yeah. Okay. Well, at this time, so she wasn't good for me. And and the alcohol was a lot of the reason why, because of her issues. There was overindulgence, yes. A lot of overindulgence. And the problem was, too, is I never stopped DJing. Mm -hmm. So I'm still going on the road DJing. But then I'm still drinking, like, uh, I mean, a lot. And then brought into other substances, other substances too. So it's like, I'm in a way, you know, and nothing really, I never really thought I was in a way though. I felt like, she was good for me, but in turn, she wasn't. And I knew kind of she wasn't. Would you like to know something that's very strange to me? Yes. Is you were, well, I guess it makes sense. I mean, you were younger, so you were so, like, yeah, optimistic. This will be this or that. When I met you, you were so um, calloused and very, it took me forever to get through to you. You know, like I almost bounced a couple times because I was like, this guy does not want anything. You told me you didn't want anything. So uh, maybe this is where it all starts of where you were like, no, you know what I mean? I, I'm so open to this. but then I'm, And then when I came about, you were not. <laughs> so it's very interesting to hear you as an optimistic, like, I just want to be in love kind of thing. And with, when I came around, you're like, I don't back off, blah, 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 you know. And it took me forever to get through to you. <laughs> well, and what's crazy to think about is, I guess, where she was in her life was where I was in my life. We were in the same spot. She wanted to party, and she wanted to drink, and yeah. she wanted to do all that shit. Well, that's what I did. Yeah. That's not what I wanted to do, but that's what I did. So, like, I I had a job, and I said, hey, do you want to go with me? She's like, yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, of course, I'm going to go with you. Hell yeah. Free drugs, free rock and roll, man, shit. Free booze, let's go. Uh, I went to Abilene, Texas. Okay. Then I went to Abilene on a Tuesday. Then on a Tuesday. <laughs> went to Abilene on a Tuesday. Clovis, New Mexico on Wednesday. 
Okay. South New Mexico on Wednesday. Back up to Clovis on Thursday. Back to Lubbock on Friday. Did a basketball tournament Friday and Saturday. Then back to Gainesville, Texas. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did a tournament there because they had a big tournament at the time there in Gainesville. It's like big deal. Then down to Dallas on Monday. So I had one day we stayed at a casino in Oklahoma. It's just because we talked about with Red Metal Barbie. So we talked about uh, staying at that casino and then went to Dallas that next day on a Monday. Okay. Now that is one entire week. And at that entire week, that's six days. I shit you not, I was probably sober maybe 10 minutes. All right. Well, I, I, I mean the, you know. Mediator. Mediator. Okay. So we're going to take a little break. And we'll come back and we'll continue from this point. Okay? Okay. All right. Okay, and we're back. Sorry about that. We do want to... We do have breaks. <clears throat> so, like I said, out of those six days, I was maybe sober ten minutes. And yes, I was driving at the time. That is horrible to say. You've admitted um, before that, you know, you, you did yeah. things that, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not proud of that, but I did that. Out of those six days... I think I enjoyed her time maybe 30 seconds. Um, I wanted to find a relationship and be in a relationship that it was all about me and her. You know, I treated her like a queen. She treated me like a pawn. You see what I'm saying? No, I understand. So, so this is where I'm getting jaded for relationship. When you come to me. Yeah. 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 And that... I had baggage when FYI I came to you. was real hard. Because he was really uh, cynical. <laughs> cynical on relationship. I was cynical <laughs> on being together with anyone. So... <laughs> So, okay, so we were together six months. All is well, all is good to an extent. Um, find out she's cheating on me with a friend of mine. Call a friend of mine. Hey, bro. No big deal. Are you hooking up with her? He's like, man, I'm not going to lie to you, I am. I was like, okay, cool. No biggie. She lived in College Station at the time. I said, all right, all right, no big deal. That's fine. I'm going to go break up with her. Nobody's going to cheat on me. That's not cool. He's like, okay, do you want me to go with you? I was like, no, no, no. Do your thing. <coughs> I was like, be you. 
He's like, okay, cool. So I drove to College Station. I'm in, uh, where was I at? Commerce, Texas. I think Commerce. Drove down to College Station. Uh, I get there. She's literally hooking up with a dude while I'm there. Not even the guy that. No, not even my buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even my buddy. I was like, yeah. damn. Damn. Got him too. Yeah. Damn. How dare you cheat on him too? Yeah. He's cheating on my buddy. <laughs> he was cool with me. Yeah. He's gonna come with me. Anyway. Wasn't mad at that. You know? Uh-huh. Is what it is. So I'm like, hey, I just need my stuff back. She's got, uh, and it's a thing for chicks to steal hoodies. Yeah. This bitch had my hoodie. Thing. Yeah. She had a couple of them. And she had my jersey. If anything ever happens to us, you will never get a hoodie back. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. There well, we've been married. Because you're a hoodie guy. Yeah. Yeah, There's so many. She had my hoodie. So uh, I took my hoodies, grabbed my high school uh, basketball jersey. She had that. The guy gets pissed. My God, we still have that. Yeah, we do. Oh, my God, we still have that. We do. Anyway, go ahead. Guy gets pissed. I'm like, bro, why, why are you pissed? And he's like, and mind you, I'm, I'm getting, I, don't, I am in a pretty much mental state at this point where human life to me doesn't matter. You know? Mm-hmm. Because... I just, I was just, that that wall cloud was starting to get completely over me. Where it is, I'm not in a complete dark place right now at that point, but I was in a place where I shouldn't have been. And so I'm like, hey man, look, I, I'm not to be messed with at this point. You're actually hooking up with my girlfriend, so you need to stop. You, 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 you ain't going your way. He didn't like that idea. So I threw him off the second floor balcony of her apartment complex, which is fine. You know, he lived. He's cool. He didn't die. But I threw him off of it. Actually, there were no charges pressed, actually, which is weird because I did throw him off that. And he did break his leg. But I got my stuff and she's like, this is your fault. And I'm like, How's this my fault? You know? Yeah. But she kept telling me this is my fault. The reason I'm cheating on you and doing all this stuff is this is your fault. You didn't you didn't want to. It's almost like she's she's basically saying you didn't want you didn't want to continue what we had. I don't remember what we had. We were we were kind of we were boyfriend girlfriend, obviously, but I had a job to do. You know, I was on the road, I was making money, you know, and I I gave her money. If she needed money, I gave her money and stuff. I'm not like, like, I, I guess it was my fault. And then I felt that way. Like, it was, damn, it was my fault. Shit, I broke up. She, she yeah, I forced her to cheat on me. I felt like that. Really? Yeah, I felt like that. And You're uh, like the last person that I ever think that some somebody saying something like that would actually make you think that. I know. I am now. <laughs> well, the guy I've always known. <laughs> get to that point. Yeah. You know, you, you get jaded over that kind of stuff. Now, looking back now, yes, that was the dumbest thing. She was mm-hmm. just trying to manipulate me into Correct. thinking that I was wrong. It was your fault that she did these horrible things. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> <coughs> so, um, we split and... 
best thing for me to do is get my mind off a chick, is get me under a chick. <laughs> so I went back on the road and I did uh, several shows in Arizona, North Louisiana, North Texas, uh, all going back working on a farm, all in between. Sleep was pointless. There was no sleep involved. I did not take any kind of like. Yeah, sleep is never been a thing for you. Yeah, <laughs> I never took any kind of like uh, things to hinder my sleep though. I never did meth. I never did uh, speed. I never did any of that other than you know your hardcore coffee and surge drinks. <laughs> uh, Woo nineties. <laughs> woo woo. Uh, early 2000 so but uh I never I never did any of that so I am proud of myself for that I never got into that I never did um other substances I did uh alcohol was very prominent to a point where you could drink enough alcohol where you can't feel anything, mm -hmm. and you also can't remember anything, mm -hmm. so that makes you awesome. Yeah, because you can do whatever you wanted to do and not remember and it, and not remember. Not feel bad about it, or yeah. not anything. And back then, we didn't have cell phones where people could video shit. Correct. So you could never be reminded of your bad judgments. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So all that was good. So then about. Eight months later, I met another girl. She was hot. She had great boobs. And I like boobs and legs. And she had both. No way. Yeah. I know that about myself. <laughs> this is not you. This is not you. Even though you do have me, great those. That's exactly the things you, you know. You do yeah, have great yeah. those things. But this is not you. Um... And she was exactly like the other girl. Looking back now. Completely. Like. Exactly. She was the same person. Except just in a different poorer. just in a different uh, economic Yeah. This situation. Yeah. Completely. She was exactly the same girl. She would um, I need money. Okay. How much money do you need? I'd give her money. Um, she was plain white trash and always will be. And she still is. But she loved the status because she was with me. Even though she would hook up with other guys, she still would be, oh, I'm, I'm his girl. But she would still hook up with other guys. And so it was like, I got to a point where I was... So you knew she cheated on you? So I didn't know at the time. I didn't know it's up. Found out later. So it was getting to a point where I was like, man, I cannot handle this chick at all. Like, she's just, I mean, it was so bad. Like, I mean, bad to a point where it was like, what the fuck are you even doing? She gets so shredded at a show and she'd be buck naked on a stage. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh oh. What the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. 
You know, it'd be to a point where I'd be like, okay, autoplay for a second. I got to get my fucking girlfriend back in the dressing room and put clothes on this bitch. You know, that's the way she was. But she was also a little bit younger than me. A lot younger than me, actually. She was like, and please don't take offense to this. She was four years younger than me. Like me? Yeah. <laughs> Asshole. So, <laughs> but at... Man. At that time, she would have been 19, you know, and... So it could have been propped up to immaturity. Oh, yeah. And yeah. But my thing was, is I really wanted an actual relationship. I wanted a relationship, and I wanted it to last. But there was no lasting relationship in what I was doing. So, tell me when the... Uh Darkest part, so to say, came the the part where Ochre had to break down the door. Okay, so me and her broke up, and I felt relieved because I didn't want her in my life in the movies. Nobody liked her. None of my friends liked her. So Ogre and me were hanging out. And he's like, hey man, you 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 really you really changed a lot lately in over the last six months. And I was like, no nah, man, I'm I'm me. Bro, quit playing around. I'm 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 good, I'm happy. And he's like, no nah, man, you ain't. You just ain't. I was like, whatever, man. I was like, it's a good hanging out. I'm I'm gonna go. So Load up and pick up. And I drove to San Antonio. Because that was where my next show was. And then I had a show in Bandera. And I don't know if you've ever been from San Antonio to Bandera. But when you take that highway out to Bandera, out to West Texas, there really isn't anything out there. Like, there's nothing. And somewhere in between Bandera and San Antonio and El Paso, because I went to El Paso after Bandera, something just snapped. I don't know if it was in my head or if it was in my heart or if it was in... Just the air. But it got to a point where I just didn't want to wake up. And which is weird for me because I was I was so just ready to just go to sleep and not wake up. You know, of all the cool ass stories I can tell. All the places that I've been, I just didn't want to wake up. And so I was standing outside of a club in Bandera. And a guy came up to me and he's like, hey, give me all your money. I was like, no. And he pulled out a gun. And I said, I grabbed a gun. And I put it in my mouth. 
And I was like, this will, this will be fun. Go ahead. And I remember grabbing the gun and I almost pulled his finger, almost pulled the trigger for him. Almost to just say, fuck it. It's not killing myself. He killed me. You know, that's how it felt. And I grabbed the gun and I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I had it in my mouth. Go ahead. You know, and he's like pulling, trying to pull the gun out of my mouth. Like he's trying. And I had it in my mouth. I wasn't pulling it out of my mouth. Like it was, he was going to either pull the trigger and kill me or I don't know what was, I don't, all I know is that if my eyes went black, I was cool with it. And he just had it in my mouth, but I was holding his gun and he let go and ran away. And so I had his gun and I, I was like, damn. So I kept his gun and I drove to El Paso and I set that gun in, in my passenger seat, in my seat, kept looking at that gun, kept sitting there thinking, I can just fucking do it right now. Fucking got his gun, you know, that gun, looking at it, looking at it. No, I didn't think about killing myself, but I was like, she did. But yeah, kind of did. So, got to El Paso and I called the cops. Cops came, got the gun, filled out a police report, told them what happened. So I didn't have a gun. Drove back to my house. I didn't have a house at the time. Drove back to the farm, rented an apartment. Kept thinking about that guy. Kept thinking about it. And then kept thinking about, man, I should just pull the trigger for him. Could just pull the trigger for him. Could pull the trigger for him. I rented an apartment. I had nothing in the apartment. Actually, nothing. Like, literally nothing. Like, nothing. There was, like, an empty apartment. Like, if you go look at an apartment and there's nothing in it, it's empty. Uh, that's it. I had nothing. Had a job to do. I was there two weeks. No, I was there three weeks. And had a job to do. People kept calling. I missed a job. I never missed a job before. I'm always early. Said that earlier. I'm always early. Hadn't eaten in three days. I'd go to a convenience store that was right, 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 right on the other side of the apartment complex, and I would get beef jerky, and I would get energy drinks. Mm -hmm. Beef jerky and energy drinks, literally every day. And what was crazy is I'd get the energy drinks, and I'd drink them as fast as I could, and then fall asleep. Drink as fast as I could, fall asleep. Eat beef jerky. Worst thing ever. Like, like, what's the point of this? You know? Missed a job. Missed another job. And I had not <coughs> spoken to anyone in almost five weeks. Answered my phone. Someone came to the door. I'd already paid two months in advance on the apartment. Uh, so I'm just in a fucking just... 
like to a point where it's the darkest spot I've ever been in in my entire life. Like all I could think of was I wish that guy would pull the trigger or I would push the trigger, you know? Uh, so I'm laying there on the floor because I didn't have furniture. And I hear beating on the door. Beating on the door. Beating on the door. I ain't done nothing wrong, so I don't give a damn if it's cops or not. I ain't, you ain't, fuck you. That didn't so right? That didn't care. That didn't count. I did do a lot of pot. But, that was kind of the substance. That was the only real substance I ever did, was smoke weed. But, when it came to weed, throughout the whole entire time, which I found out later, so, Pot actually helps me do certain things. So this CBD and all this stuff now is like, okay, hold on. That's a legit thing. Like if you want me to sit down and read something, let me smoke and then I'll read it and I'll know it from cover to cover and stuff. That's it's neither here nor there. That's another conversation. Pot, pot. So I'm sitting there and I'm like just staring at the ceiling, beating on the door, and then the door actually flies across the room. Flies across the room. And bright light, middle of the day, which is crazy because I didn't know if it was the middle of the day. I didn't know what it was. Ogre comes in, uh, grabs me. I needed a shower. He grabs me, throws me in the shower. I had fuck, I hadn't showered in a week and a half. All I did was drink energy drinks and eat beef jerky. I probably smelled like high heaven hell. <laughs> uh, throws me in the shower. Turns all lights on. Every light on. Stands there. And he's like, clean your ass up. Fucking clean up. He goes to my bedroom, gets clothes, put these fucking clothes on. Uh, I put clothes on. He grabbed me, and he he was a big guy. Like you call him ogre is a good instance. A good good. He's a big man. He grabbed me, and he grabbed me by the throat, and he picked me up by my pants and my throat. He had my pants and me on my throat, and he said, "Where the fuck is your problem?" man I just don't want to be here anymore and he goes good me neither where's your next gig I said I don't even know he grabs my phone Nokia and uh, calls company finds out I'm in deep shit because I missed two gigs my next show was in commerce East Texas somewhere throws me in the truck he drives and Yeah, he fucking just degraded me to a point where it was like, damn, motherfucker, you ain't right. And he's like, I'm right. And he goes, and I, I looked, I said, no, no, you're not. And he goes, okay, then let's go do this gig and you're going to quit. You're going to, you're going to stop. You, you can't be in this state anymore. He goes, you're, you're to a point where you're going to either kill yourself or you're going to kill somebody else and you're going to go to jail. And he was right. Like, I was, I was, I, 
was to a point where, like, even, like, fuck, I guess, I guess I've never said that out loud, huh? Yeah, I was going to either kill myself or I was going to fucking kill somebody else. Yeah. And he's right. He's fucking right. And as much as you and I both know I don't like ogre. No, you don't. But, uh, you don't care for him. That's the only thing I, I always respect about him. Is he did that for you. Yeah. He, and you've always said that. He saved you from a real dark place. That's the first thing you said. Well, he just saved me from a dark place. He didn't give me a thing. And then you told me more and more over over time. 12 years of marriage. <laughs> 14 years together and 12 years of marriage, yes. And it's heartbreaking just to hear it all. That's the first time I've heard segments. But to hear it all, it's heartbreaking. That's sad that you felt that way. Uh... But you, from that point, you kept doing some more DJing. I did do more DJing. More, I um, did do more DJing, but I did more DJing with people. So I had, um, <coughs> we'll call him Slim. Slim came with me a lot. Uh-huh. Okay. He came with me a lot because he knew where he was in his period of his life. And Ogre came with me a lot. Yeah. And and it got to a point where um, it just wasn't it wasn't it wasn't fun anymore because I was sober. I didn't drink as much because they didn't drink as much. Right. Um, I drank to get black. I, I drank to get blacked out drunk. Yeah. Like I drink now. But it's not, not to a, get blacked out. But not to get blacked out. I drink to just. Chill. Chill. And if you took alcohol in my hands, I'm fine. I'm still me. I don't have to. It's not a, uh, I'm, it's not addiction, you know. So I can stop drinking at any point in time. And I know that's where people are going to listen to this and be like, that's what every addict says. <laughs> no, I've done it. I've gone months without drinking. I've gone several periods of time without drinking. I drink because it's fun. It's a social thing for me. Uh, so at that time, I uh, got to be in... I met a guy. He's my best friend. He's still my best friend. And I met him. I've actually known him damn near all his life. I met him again. I guess, so to say, when he was a little older. Yeah. And... Because now you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> he was in a period where he wanted to stop being stupid, too. So I said, I'm going to quit DJing. And I quit completely. Now, I was obligated for one more show, two more shows. One... Two, two more shows. And so, me and him got to talking to him. I was like, hey, why don't you just move into my place? Because he needed a place to stay. And I was at a point where I was, I was crawling out of the darkness. Just crawling out. 
Not running out. Not jumping out. Crawling. And then I met you. Through that friend. Through that friend. <laughs> and you know what, ladies and gentlemen? That's for another time. <laughs> we'll go with that. That's weird I've never said that before out loud, though. To think about. Hmm. I don't know. Another time, another place. But yeah, that's a little bit about me because my arrogant ass wants to be more about other people. But if you don't share a little bit about your story, I guess. But that doesn't make you arrogant. That's doesn't even make well, sense. Right, but if you don't share yourself, then you're kind of just being in the back burner. So I want everybody to kind of know about me. But we'll go with that. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Rip Stone. Wifey, strawberry cupcake. This is you be known. Shortcake. Jeez. What was it? What did I say? Strawberry <laughs> cupcake. What yeah. the hell is that? I'm strawberry shortcake. Strawberry shortcake. Well, your new nickname is getting to me. Right. How many different new nicknames can I give you, ladies and gentlemen? If you do not conquer self, you'll be conquered by self. And this is probably the best quote for what. <laughs> we just went through. <laughs> you be known. Talk to you later.